A seismic shift has taken place in the world of work. Diversity and inclusion are no longer simply nice to have. These concepts are front and centre of how we do business. I'm Rachel Wilson, MD of diversity consultancy EW Group, and I'm excited to welcome you aboard season four of the Reworked podcast. Join me in conversation with the leading thinkers and doers on diversity as we unpick the fabric of working culture to discover how inclusion can become the golden thread that runs throughout all aspects of business. This month's episode is a curtain raiser to the fascinating interviews we've lined up for this season. A chance to draw breath and reflect on where we are now and to give some thought to what the next 12 months might look like for diversity and inclusion. 2020 was a year like no other. We've lived through an age of emergency and disaster, the long-term effects of which are yet to be fully realised. We've all lived under very different pressures. Whatever challenges we faced last year, 2020 occasionally provided an opportunity to reflect and take stock. Many of us thought afresh about the values we hold most dear. The killing of George Floyd in May was a huge moment for reflection. Out of sadness, anger and empathy came a groundswell for social change. And alongside that, widespread frustration with the glacial speed of change with regard to race equality. You won't be surprised to hear that since then we've seen an explosion in demand for our expertise at EW Group. In the second half of last year, we were working flat out with organisations to create, refine and test their response to the Black Lives Matter movement. The events of the summer had inspired us to be different, to act with positive intent and to be the change. All of a sudden, it was no longer enough for organisations to put out statements about diversity and revise their values or mission statements so they gave off an air of inclusivity. We, the public, wanted companies and brands to show us that they understood the emphasis needed to be on action. Many clients just joining our roster needed to start at the beginning. A diversity action plan is undermined if there hasn't first been an analysis of the organisation's current position. After all, it's impossible to measure progress if you have no idea of your starting point. So we took many organisations back to their data and had open and honest conversations with their staff. Doing a deep dive like this meant we could work out precisely where and how they could start making a difference to race equality. Some of those organisations are now on a pathway to achieving recognition with our diversity development standard. And so we come to 2021. In 2021, the diversity agenda no longer sits on the sidelines, but is placed at the heart of organisations' priorities and the agenda of leaders. I see this as the year of inclusive action. It's no longer enough to simply be inclusive. Organisations are seeking to go a step further and to be anti-racist, for example. They are planning sessions for staff which are based around understanding power and privilege, using that to create a kind of empathetic activism. Be an active bystander, be an effective ally, be anything other than complacent, because we all have a role to play in making the world a kinder, more equal place. We are looking everywhere now for constructive ways of challenging ourselves on race equality and on all other aspects of social identity. So if I had to come up with three aspects of diversity and inclusion practice, which I think will be at the forefront this year, it would be these. Number one, 
diversity audits and accreditations like our diversity development standard because they help us in challenging existing structures and systems. Number two, work with senior leadership teams to continue to drive the diversity agenda forwards because constructive conversations like these will challenge our ideas about what commercial success looks like. And finally, number three, sessions for staff with a focus on active inclusion, because these sessions challenge our understanding about the pivotal role we all play in creating an anti-racist, inclusive workplace. There's everything to be optimistic about in 2021. I noticed in the new year that coaches and consultants on social media were talking of setting intentions instead of goals or resolutions. Defining how you want to be with one clear word, your intention, and using that as your mantra for the next 12 months, this has real power. This kind of intention setting shows, I think, how we're craving purpose, movement and change. I also think that all the groundwork we've done in recent years to understand unconscious bias and our neuroplasticity will be incredibly useful in 2021. The world changes on an almost daily basis and we're constantly being asked to reimagine what the future will look like. But we know how influenced our minds are by our memories and our past experiences. These filters, these unconscious biases, will dictate almost every action we take. Understanding that and finding ways to manage and mitigate bias will enable us to imagine, to design, an inclusive future. There are choices we can make now about what 2021 will look like, both at an individual and an organisational level. Choices that are more relevant now than ever before. Let's see if my future guests agree. I hope this month's episode has brought you new ways of thinking about inclusion at work and ideas for what you might do next in your organisation. Check out the episode description for social media accounts for us and for our guests. We'll be back again next month. This is an independent, advert-free podcast, and we rely on your support to keep making these broadcasts. We'd love it if you could subscribe, like, and review us. See you next time.